Hello, and welcome back to the Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. It feels good saying that again. The last episode of this podcast was released three and a half months ago, and while I needed a long break to attend to stuff behind the scenes, I'm definitely ready to bring the show back for its third season. A lot has happened since last time. Four new guests have come onto the podcast, and even more are in the works. I've been sitting on these audio files, eagerly waiting to share them with you guys, and now the ball is definitely rolling. I wanted to shout out the first person to leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. It was so cool to hear back from an enjoyer of Patrick's Green Tea, and to hear that they're as excited for the new season as I am is a real treat. If you have something to say about the podcast, leave a review to help me know whether things should change a bit or whether you're enjoying the ride so far. This one has been a long time coming. The Minecraft world I've been working on since January is uploaded to the website. For newcomers to the show, this is a world where I've fleshed out a whole civilization that operates with futuristic and trans-dimensional technology. I also just build random cool shit too. If that seems like your thing, head on over to patrickscreentea.com and go to the Minecraft tab. There's been something added to the podcast that I've been thinking about for a few months. You're about to hear it after this prologue. Working on it was holding me back a bit from getting to work on this episode, so I just left it the way it is. In the future, expect some funky variations with different instruments. I'm pretty much giving it away at this point, but I think you'll like the surprise. That's it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello. This is the... Well, first, I'll start with the date. This is the 13th of January, 2021. I believe this is the first podcast of the year and of the season. Once that comes out, which should be sh uh, soon, I just took two inhales of a sativa dab cart. Two is like the bare minimum for me to feel like an, a good or fair high. Um... I haven't really exper oh sorry I haven't really experimented with more than that with at least these cartridges but I know that when I do the same amount after the first high sort of wanes then uh, it's not really as effective and I just get like a dull sort of buzz and not really like a real intense high like usually happens um, so yeah, I, I just took it. I'm not going to feel the actual kick until like four minutes from now. We're in a good place. You know, I've been really productive recently. I started exercising again finally. And by productive, I mean like mostly on the film and like trying to get a producer and stuff. And that's actually going well, you know. Except for, I mean, the producer part isn't. The editor part is. I have a lot of applicants, but that was sort of to be expected. Because there's so many editors, I think um out there but producers uh, someone explained it to me once i started like talking about this that producers actually get booked really quickly and that's really the reason why they're so scarce but i guess it's just a matter of asking around i mean if a producer can be booked can't an editor like how many projects can they can an editor juggle at once either way you guys are once again at my house I haven't been high here while recording a podcast in a while. Um, I just wanted to, I was thinking about it because I was like, I remember being here another time. That was um, when I was in the shower 
That was January 4th, 2019. So almost exactly two years ago. It feels like two years, but just the number 2019 doesn't feel like two years ago. But I'm sure it will. Because that was a... Man, well, that was a crazy year. I remember being super excited to share the year with... Um, in the second season. And it was fun. I liked it. I wish there was more stuff recorded in audio form of my Colorado trip. But at the same time, I think the memories like... I'll have the memories, and that's what most people can say they have of anything in their life, you know. I did write. I'm going to remind you listeners, I have a periodically updated uh, text log um, from when I was high but didn't want to record a podcast for whatever reason. It's on the website that is listed at the end of this episode. I'm sure you you guys know it by now. But anyway, I can't really walk around which is a bummer. I could walk outside, I guess, maybe walk the dog. But, you know what, I I was probably gonna get high later today, but I wanted to record a podcast. And I, I was gonna go out and do like a walk, but my car is unavailable. I've been really productive this year on a completely new project. I don't remember when I started doing it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know. Might've been late December. I started doing a Minecraft world in the same style as this journal I have, which I might eventually upload to the website. It's just on a blog too, I feel like that'd be cool. More people would watch that than a, uh, basically a blog that's nested within a podcast website, you know? When I, when I finish the 2020 season, I'm going to just do a bunch of administrative stuff like that, take a few weeks off and just, there's a few tasks that I've been wanting to do that have piled up. And it's, I think it's nice that I give myself a break after each season to do it because during the season, I don't want to do more work than I already do with the uh, release of each episode. How are all of you doing? You should tweet me or write me about how you're doing and then I'll give you internet points and uh, tokens of appreciation for sure at the end of the third season I'm still wishing that there was more of a community around this uh, show though I mean like I think I just have a false expectation based off of the podcasts I know and obviously I'm not going to know these tiny podcast I don't really advertise but so that'll be another thing for me to do when I'm in this the season break the set break so I got a lot going on today I'm gonna um, watch a Q&A for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom which is a movie based on a song of the same name where Ma Rainey who is a uh, really really influential jazz singer from like 1923 or something she goes to record an album with her her band and there's a bunch of drama dramatic tension between like the band members especially this one guy played by Chadwick Boseman I think it was his final performance of anything which is really crazy um and 
he's like a really he has a lot of aspirations for what he wants to be as a jazz writer and uh, composer and this other guy cutter is like the responsible sort of figure he's also like really religious while cutter turns out to be like this he like hates god because god like never did anything for him or his family in fact it feels like he was abandoned it's, it's really it's really interesting you know his mom got attacked by all these white men the, the whole band is um black i think they're i think it's safe to say they're african-american you know um they were directly descended from slaves and they all talked about it it, it was so recent you know only 60 years i guess so that was their experience. They were talking about that. And Ma Rainey was very, very, like, uh, diva-ish. And she sort of, uh, it, it, in a, at first, I didn't like her attitude. I, I mean, like, it was good to watch, but I, she didn't seem like a good person based off of her, like, demand for, like, a Coca-Cola with her lunch and pausing the whole... Uh, recording of the song until she got her coke um the whole movie was the the style of a play and i learned later that it was actually adapted straight from a play um it, you could just tell and you know from the first few minutes in that recording uh, uh studio i should say in the basement where the band was sort of hanging out um just the it was so dialogue based and uh, it didn't really feel like a traditional movie. But I mean, it was a movie and there was a lot of very visual things they did, both in composition and just like how much they, they, all, they recreated the landscape of 1920s Chicago in the background. And with the costuming too, and the costume designer is gonna be at this Q&A. She, um, she won a Tony, I think, and she won a bunch of, like, she was nominated for a bunch of Oscars and Emmys and Tonys. She's just this really prolific costume designer, but she's going to be there. I'm really excited about that. And my girlfriend who was watching the movie with me, who's a big theater person, she uh, is really excited about seeing that lady. But also, Viola Davis and Branford Marsalis, if any of you are friends of the podcast, you'll know him. He's going to be there too. Or they, they both are going to be there. Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman were phenomenal in this movie, by the way. Um, it's like especially phenomenal. They had really long monologues and just like these very minute facial expressions that were so um, intentional, but felt so natural to this like larger than life character that they were portraying. Um, especially Ma Rainey, she just seemed like a very interesting character and didn't look at all like Viola Davis usually looks. Ma Rainey had this like weird thick like I don't know what you'd call it mascara no eyeliner it was like these two circles over her eyes that were just black and not perfect circles she looked like I don't know so like she was in costume which I mean like she basically was but anyway I guess to go back to that point she was a diva because and later she's explained this that like you know she gets scammed all the time for her voice and that's all that white people care about with her just her voice and as soon as she's done singing they just turn off any sort of um empathy towards her or like veneer of empathy and at the end of the movie 
<laughs> I shouldn't say what happens at the end. You guys should watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, basically, like this wasn't the the major plot point at the end, but throughout the whole movie, the the studio was ripping them off because of like contracts people didn't sign with, and also, uh, I guess it was on the band's part that they didn't sign the contracts or whatever. It just became like a minor like argument at the end of the movie, but to prove the point that they were being that all they cared about was their signatures and their money and all that. And not giving them certain amounts of money they agreed on. All this stuff. But it's really like you can see like the negotiations. Who's on the back foot. But who has like the spine to get what they want out of the, the negotiation. And not just like sell themselves short. It was a good movie. Rent from Rysalis was the guy who did the score, which is awesome. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really remember the score, but I think the fact that he was involved with his like jazz history background, I think, is really cool. Plus, like his, he's not his brother, Winton. And sorry to Winton Marsalis, but the way you were taught in my jazz class in college was that you're like a, you're like a gatekeeper type dude. Um, I mean, I would definitely love to like. It's probably never going to happen, but if I had the opportunity to, like, sit down and have, like, a coffee or something with him, I'm sure I would hear him out as to, like, what his position on jazz history and new jazz is. Seems like he's, he's, he doesn't, my, my, my jazz professor told me that, like, that guy, Wenton Marsalis, doesn't really consider new forms of jazz as legitimate, and he's very, like, reverent towards the old jazz, whereas... Jazz's history has always been a, a story of rebellion against the previous generation. And, you know, that's why it was born in uh, African-American culture. Like that, like jazz and that's sort of just like, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want. I don't want to follow the norms of anything. And then you end up with people like Coltrane with his uh, Mars album, whatever it was called. Where it was just like 40 minutes of just wildness just noise <laughs> and then my my teacher would play that for like 10 minutes and he'd be like yeah this is um <laughs> this is amazing this is beautiful this is genius and i was like dude i mean like i probably need some like 4d chess type mind to be able to figure this out and like appreciate it i guess but i do not like <laughs> i mean i i i um I assume that is it's good, you know, because he seems like he seems like much further into the whole jazz thing than I am. Like literally, like he goes to conferences and stuff, and he's a very successful teacher and academic. But either way, I'm excited for Brantford. He played sax for the Grateful Dead, and that's where I know him from, to be honest. But you know what? It's not the worst thing to be known for. That's all I know Bruce Hornsby by, or for, I should say. Just his time with the Grateful Dead. Um, I, I know he has a whole, that's just the way it is. And, you know, he has this whole uh, shtick. My dad saw him in concert, apparently, with Bonnie Raitt, and it was like, he got to shake hands with Bonnie Raitt. That was like the mo one of the coolest experiences of his life <laughs> that he always talks about. But anyways, Bruce Hornsby... 
back to bread from Marcellus. I'm excited. It's happening later today, which is awesome. And Viola Davis also was really good, like I said. I'm sure they're going to talk about Chadwick Boseman because I'm probably going to have stories because um, he won't be there to represent himself, obviously. And he played such a huge role in the movie, I'm sure. You know, you could see just from what he's, you can see on screen, that's one thing. But his, like, personality and everything, I'm sure he seemed like a really amazing person. And uh, I don't know. No one really expected him to go so soon, which is really upsetting. And that's that's the case with a lot of people, you know. Man, you know what? Let, let's just let's just dig right into this one. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast ever about death, because no one really wants to mention it, you know. But uh, I want to go emo for a second. Maybe not emo, but like dark. I've never um never had a really close death to me. The one death that was closest to me, my uncle. Um, sort of became this really weird relationship where, you know, having been non-spiritual all through high school, in college I started thinking that, um, you know, he he was with me in some, to some degree. I started opening myself up more to spirituality and like things that you don't know but still might not understand, which there's so much of. I really think just the way we perceive reality, and I mean, this is a fact, that the way we perceive reality is such like a narrow sliver of the, it's such a narrow bandwidth of what we're actually experiencing, subconsciously or consciously, you know? Even just our minds, how do we go from the source code of the electricity happening in our brain to what a thought feels like, you know, you can't describe it. And just the way different species communicate and like have such complex ideas that they're able to instinctually like adhere to, like a bird's V shape. I don't know. It's a lot of philosophizing right now. But it's all good. Also, I'm gonna not ever (laughs) try to call the title for the episode again. Because when I did that with, um, was it Police Presence? No, it was one. It was something like a few episodes before that. Um, I wanted the freedom to be able to change it and not have to edit out that I said that because it would be weird. And I'm sure you guys wouldn't care. And I'm sure, like, you know, there's only like five of you uh, currently. I don't even think, think it's the same five. Maybe it's the same one or two. That'd be really cool. Whoever you are out there, one of you listening right now is a core follower. So I appreciate that. You know, we do. We we got steady numbers. So I really do appreciate it because if, if if it was like a big spike in the beginning and nothing at this point, I don't know if I continue it after this uh, season. I mean, I would because I'm a crazy person. And at, at the very least, like even, I recorded this for two years before releasing it. So at the very least, it's sort of like a way to record my thoughts in a neutral sense, even just for me, just for um, posterity, whatever. So back to that. I, I don't know how I would handle death, I think. I'm kind of scared about that. Because there's so many people at this point that I'm really good friends with. And, like, you know, death is an inevitability that no one wants to admit. But because it's just really scary. But it is. 
and I don't know. I'm sure I'll let you guys know if anything major happens, and uh, we'll go from there. I mean, like, because I think I would probably want to process it with you guys, if that's okay with you. Maybe not. I won't, like, just make the podcast about that, but I'm sure I'll, like, bring it up in one little segment like this has turned out to be. That's it. We can resume and return to our regularly scheduled programming. I've been looking through my uh, bookmarks on my like browser, and uh, it's been really fun. I haven't really done it much. I just did it last night because I was bored and like tipsy. And there's not there's no real good activity I found is um, worthwhile while you're tipsy when you're alone. But it was it was it was good, you know. I found some interesting stuff. There was like a bunch of, I found an Iraq war research paper that I wrote that I had no memory of, so I probably really enjoyed it. But either way, it was fun to skim, but I don't wanna, I wasn't in the mood to read a Iraq war research paper. But I just wanted to like make that a little segment here about just going through the, uh, the bookmarks. It's weird because I, I started using Opera instead of Chrome and I don't know how to transfer the bookmarks back. I would want to make a backup of the Chrome one and then I think you can export it into like some weird file type. But anyway, no one wants to hear tech jargon on this podcast. This is about weed. My water bottle's open. Oh, it's because I want to drink from it. Hang on one sec. I have graph paper on this uh, bookmark list. And it says the website is frozen. Yeah, a lot of these links don't work, which is so strange. Although it has been like seven years since I bookmarked these. So, I mean, it, you know. A lot of these websites are so obscure. Um, I mean, the one I'm looking at are just like... Textbook. Website links. But I have Arrowid on here. That's a new one. Something about legal weed. Delta 8 THC. That's, so that, these are all new. Because I remember these very well. Airwood's interesting. I don't think it's, like, super helpful. But, you know. Alright, what is this? Alright, I'm going to get rid of this bookmark. <laughs> it's uh, just a class notes that I took. Alright. Not super entertaining. I'm going to move on. I, from what I remember, let's just go over some, like, internet... Uh, history with me. Some good old old fashioned personal anthology of my life on the internet. A lot of what I remember, a lot of what I remember, and a lot of uh, what my time was spent on was video games. So I would say that that's been my biggest experience. Though they haven't really been online. I'm really more of a single player person. I think it's just my like introverted I don't know, personality that I prefer, like, just a more, I don't know, exploring something in a neutral space that, like, my brain has a full capacity to process and isn't thinking about social norms or anything. This story just hits you. But multiplayer is fun because you're with other people. So, 
I've done some of that recently because I've had friends to do it with. But I guess none of my friends are really big video game players back in the day. And the other, the, the one big PC builder type dude that I uh, know and knew in high school, um, he was also an introvert, so it didn't really work out. We would literally. Bleh, I can't talk today. We would, <laughs> we would literally go to his house, even if it was just me. And what would end up happening is that we'd just play on his computer while, like, everyone else watched. It was so, like, because I guess he was the only one with a really great computer among us. I mean, we had some decent ones. But he had, like, a monster. He had, like, the m most expensive kind of that time. Um, all right, maybe not the most expensive, but pro like a, probably, like, a 1400 or, like, a... 2000 maybe dollar computer and he just sells them after a while he just goes through them he's like a car guy but with computers and I, I I mean I don't know I don't know how he does it if he just keeps the hard drives or what because I feel like you have to reconfigure a bunch of stuff and it's not worth it unless he just keeps opting for like the biggest best thing I don't know I've talked to him about this I think but I still never really got answers on it um, and that friend was, is, was, he was, also is, uh, Luca. Got a lot of musical inspiration from him, and we had a, we had a bit of a, like a year gap where we had a big falling out, but we came back from it. Just kind of indep independently evolved, and then when we came back, we just agreed to not, you know, Everything was forgiven, you know, and try to tread new ground. So that wasn't really internet history with me, but you know, <laughs> um, that was my my hip just cracked. Body's weird, man. I recorded a podcast with um my friend from New York, and he released it. That's really exciting. I think it was my first podcast appearance in the flesh. It's good stuff. I didn't see, Oh, actually, no. It's not true. We recorded it. I don't know if I said we, we released it, but we did not release it. He, did, he didn't, at least. It's his show. He's doing, like, a like more editing-focused thing, visual, um, and, like, gags and stuff go on. But, like, I'm... So, like, it's a completely different style. But it was good. It was fun. It was we had a pretty good conversation. It was actually pretty enjoyable. It was nice to just have a one-on-one -on -one thing with no distractions and just like the show must go on basically, but for a conversation, you know, that's so cool. Really, we really treaded some ground there. I want to keep saying that. <laughs> the sativa is good for podcasting. I think keeps the brain going, which is nice. I'm literally looking at a home screen for my uh, desktop right now. I should, like, I don't know what to look at. Or do. This might be a shorter one. Who knows? I think we're approaching 20 minutes. No, we're on 30 minutes. Well, that's a good length. I think I might start wrapping up, but not wrap it up yet. Um, this whole... 
few weeks. Oh, I didn't even talk about the whole capital insurrection because it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. Yeah. I mean, at this point in time, Donald Trump was not impeached, but Mitch McConnell and who is the... Oh, God. <laughs> he's not the speaker. He's like the, mi- the Republican minority, minority leader in the Senate, I'm pretty sure. Um, do we even do we vote for Congress? We I think we vote for Congress locally. Yeah, like your congressperson is the person who represents your state in the Senate. God, I don't know. They both represent your state, but I think you just vote. I don't know. <laughs> you know, a big a big character flaw of Patrick um, Green Tea is my last name. In case you're wondering. A big character flaw of mine is that I have never taken a civics course. And I've never taken a physics course either. So civics and physics. That's the uh those my Achilles tendons. My Achilles heels, I should say. It's a really weird way to say the metaphor analogy thing. So civics, there was an AP government class that was like the would have been my first AP anything, and I felt like I wasn't ready for it. I didn't want. I just wanted to relax for at least another year, which you know what paid off in the end because I became. Uh, I was like I had a really high class rank at the end of the whole thing, the whole shebang. My chair is really loud. My burp was really loud. But the end of the. No, what am, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, civics. I didn't. I didn't. So I don't really know what the difference is between the Senate and the Congress. I know the difference, I guess, the literal difference, but I don't know which is which. Um, I, I forget the details and stuff because I never had to like write a paper about it, but I think I, sh- I, sh- I should take like a, a civics course, like a Khan Academy civics course, and like have those mini quizzes that don't really mean anything and you're not doing it for a grade. Khan Academy would be really cool in general, you know? I always thought there would, would be a good supplement to school, but I never really thought that it would be like a permanent free school. Maybe maybe permanent isn't the word, but after you graduate, it's always there, supposedly. So civics is on my list. Make sure you write this down, Patrick, in the future, editing this. And all of you should know it if you're from the U.S. If you're not from the U.S., it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I wouldn't say. Like, I don't know anything about... The UK Parliament, except that the fact that there's a bunch of parties represented. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if the people like it. I'm assuming they do. That you get some like fringe parties in there. Um, that everyone feels represented. But I'm sure there's a lot of gridlock there too. But you know, there's also gridlock here where it's just split 50-50. Based off of gerrymandering and stuff. In terms of the Congress... God, what is this? So, okay, House Representatives and Congress, and then they're them together are the what? Or is it you, the Senate and the the other thing is the Congress? Dude, I don't know. But you know what I do know? Another project I didn't. I guess so. Yeah. Did I mention? I'm just gonna say it again. You know what? If you're stuck around this long, you're a true hero of the podcast. You would forgive me. Minecraft. 
I started playing Minecraft uh, recently, and I made a world. Oh yeah, okay, I got to that point. I said I got to the world that's like mimicking my journal that I do. Anyway, just to, just to complete that thought, that world was sort of like me messing around, just building random stuff. Like I rebuilt the gravity bong that I mentioned in uh, the police presence episode. And you know what? It was fun. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I, update, I updated to the new Minecraft and there was all these blocks available. And I just like got my creative juices flowing, which is a really weird sentence, you know, when you really think about it. But <laughs> it got me really amped and got me uh, really inspired with all the new types of wood and all that. And uh, stone. I was like, dude, let's get to work. So I'm, I'm world building a whole town. And in this town, there are the Alvox who are a people of another dimension that is not in Minecraft. Um, the people of Holm, H-O-L-N. Um, also, Alvox could be Alvo. I'm not, I haven't decided on that yet. But the people of Holm were escaping a war in the West. And they decided to settle in Sweetwater. So I think they're the, they're the, they're like the, the immigrants, I guess. The Alvo sort of like claimed the land first, but they're, the they're, I haven't figured out what their culture is, but they're like aliens, basically. So I'm excited to just sort of like flesh that out. But I'm assuming they're really peaceful. And I'm also assuming they're, for some reason, I don't know why my brain always goes to this. It's like a utopia type thing where it's like a, a socialist or maybe more like a communist utopia. Um, where there's, there's like a very small number, like it's kind of an oligarchy in a way. But I still have to figure out who the who the leaders are. But they're basically uh, I, maybe it'd be like they're led by this like unimind that they commune with, and they don't really have a one leader they're like an ant colony. Um, there might be like regional queens or something, but I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. But I know that they have like a unimind type thing. Um, I built a tower where they go in and then they it's like a beacon, but I didn't know you could actually change the color of Minecraft beacons. So it's now it's this purple, like, shoot of light going through this tower off the side of a cliff. And they're, they have a lot of, like, colonies in the end dimension. Which some of them are, are like, ruined because, um, and I haven't implemented this yet, but I will. It's like a dark order of uh, Alvox, like, uh, wizards like wizard engineers that want to break off and aren't and don't want the rules of the unimind or whatever and are following some other entity that's in the multiverse that they talk to or that like talks to them or something um the important part of this whole thing is that eventually i want to upload this world into minecraft into a <laughs> into the website and i will just have you guys check it out if you want to and I will constantly update it so it'll be the most recent um, version of things and that'll be super exciting yeah I think uh, I'm building it with the intention of people seeing it I think the Minecraft community if I like make the post correctly um, would also love it 
and maybe follow me on something. I don't know, especially if I put it on the uh, podcast website. But I don't know if you're allowed to share websites like that. But either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna go return to my uh, Minecraft world. I'm probably gonna build a. Uh, I don't know. I've I've been really focused on this like town. And this like uh, civilization, I guess. Like I might just I I, I kind of I, I there's so much in my head that I want to build and stuff that I don't really want to return to just like fucking around for a while. Um, <laughs> it's like writing a book or something. But it's just, it's all gonna be worth it. I really enjoy doing it. But anyways, thank you guys for joining me in, in my abode, my humble abode. Um. I appreciate it. I don't know. Now I have a bunch of titles I can call this. And uh, Patrick from the future is going to be happy, I'm sure. Alright everyone. Here's the deal. I'm going to go. You're going to have a good day. You might even listen to the next episode, which hasn't even been recorded yet. And then... I don't know. I want you all to have a lovely rest of your day, as you say, as I say, at the end of every episode. Um, and I mean it. You better do it. Or else, the big green man is going to get you. Alright, goodbye, children. Goodbye, little ones. Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. If you donate at least $5 a month on Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and text are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash patrickscreentea. You can make comments on YouTube and on the website, and you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much, and have a lovely day.